Welcome to another episode of Agency Insights, where we peer back the layers of technology, innovation, and the human experience to bring meaningful conversations that challenge and inspire you. I'm George, your host for today, um, and on this episode of Agency Insights, we are going to delve into the intriguing world, um, which is the art and science of selling. Uh, But before we uh, begin, let me introduce you to our very special guest today, uh, Andy Wright. Andy is an experienced sales professional with an impressive career. We're excited to have him and share his knowledge and insights with us today. So uh, welcome, Andy. Hello. Thank you very much for that warm welcome. Uh, look forward to the end of the next half an hour, 20 minutes. Nice. So, um, Andy, how about we, we kick things off and um, why don't you tell us a little bit about your journey in sales and, 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 and kind of why you're with us today? Okay, cool. So, Andy, born in sunny Belfast back in Northern Ireland, uh, always had a passion for selling. Uh, I've, my first jobs were working through yellow pages and having to organize meetings for people selling double glazed windows to then selling credit cards in Belfast to a Belfast airport. So I might, may or may not be responsible for the credit crunch. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, also then selling door-to-door <laughs> cleaning products and then the normal mobile phones, cars. And then I've landed on media sales and ad sales as well. That exciting creative uh, world there as well. Do you know what I love? When you said, um, you know, like double glazing windows, it just reminds me of White Gold. Um, for anyone that hasn't watched that great little series on the BBC. But, um, mate, that's a really kind of, you, you've, you've gone through kind of the what, what people say, you know, you should do to get into the sales role, you know, kind of like cut your teeth in, yeah. in, in some of the rawer, um, kind of harder sales um, jobs and roles. How, how was that? Indeed, uh, it's tough, but it's all learning. You know, it's all speaking to people who don't have time, who don't have money, who don't want to talk to you and using, you know, different skills we're going to cover today, like the powers of persuasion and listening skills, etc., and putting the customer first. So it's all learning. And you cannot, if you stop learning, you stop living, uh, in my eyes. Nice. I, I love that little quote. I feel like we've already got some gems <laughs> already from you, mate. Um, so, yeah, it's really clear that you've got a, you know, experience that kind of spans across various uh, sectors within the, the sales industry. And I guess with that, what would you say is the, the common thread um, in, in successful sales strategies? Like what, what, what's the real theme that you've seen over your years? With yeah, good question. Uh, and there's a lot of different answers to this. I think the first one is customer. The customer's always right, that old adage, but it is customer-centric, and a customer-centric approach really leads to everything else around uh, selling. I mean, I've read numerous books. I want to write a book one day, but there's an interesting book by the Harvard School of Business, which actually talks and has interviewed about a thousand different salesmen and saleswomen and salespeople across the globe, and it's trying to find those similar characteristics from the Moroccan rug seller in Marrakesh to, you know, the top top seller in the USA for, for IBM, for example, and everyone in between. So there are some key fundamental uh, characteristics or strategies which keep coming up. So obviously is resilience, you know, powering on through. Second is looking after the customer and having that customer-centric approach. Next is re- relationship building and then the good old, you know, creativity as well in and around that. 
Nice. And on that kind of list that you just went through, what what would you say your kind of strongest point or your favourite part of those those, those themes may be? Creativity, definitely. I mean, you can be agile. You've got to listen to what the customer wants, but you can bounce back and forward and come up with those ideas. And it's not ever a one-stop shop fits all, so to speak. You know, you're having an engaging with a potential client or customer, and it's about slotting into their needs and desires. And forming that relationship and that 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 builds it's all about relationship building and building rapport building trust there's the pareto theory where 80 20 where 80 percent of your business should come from 20 percent of your client uh business so rather you can have different type of salespeople, maybe hunters as opposed to farmers but it's always good to build and grow and blossom those relationships and and, and build revenue or, or whatever products you may be selling Nice. And, and you mentioned kind of, I guess, two personas of, of salespeople there, hunters and farmers. For those that don't really know what that is, could you give a little bit of insight of what those are? Yeah, certainly. So a hunter would be very cold call, lone wolf out on the street selling selling dreams, really. But yeah, sell, like identifying clients and going after that. So that would be new business sale, whereas the farmer would be acquired more into that account management sort of basis, which is growing the blossom in the relationship, tendering the the deal and making sure that grows that side. It's good to have an element of both, really. You know, that drive and tenacity to uh, win, win the sale at first, but then once you have the sale, as going back to that Pareto theory, let's grow that rather than, because it's a lot more effort to get someone to buy off you the first time so you might as well keep that going yeah i think it's really interesting and even for like from my experience in that kind of side of things um if you don't have both often people go very hard on the sale and they're nowhere to be seen and clients feel a little bit lost indeed so that, indeed that farmer element you know you can make sure they you know feel valued and nurse that relationship and, and, and kind of move on yeah uh, nice so um i think the next question which is kind of the, the title of, of what we're chatting about today and why, why I kind of got you on the podcast in the first yeah. place when we were, we were talking and uh, and it's it's around the art and the science of selling so would you be able to give us um, you know a brief overview of, of what that is yeah certainly so the art would be what I talked on there the interpersonal skills the relationship building this is the ability to listen and I'm I keep going back to that but listening is one of the key points one of the greatest uh, tools a salesperson can ever have is actually ask a question then stop and listen to, to what the client's saying because they'll tell you all the answers you know and being silent helps a lot and it's that cultivating that relationship uh, and growing it that way on the science side that is utilizing knowing your knowing your audience uh, you're potentially selling to understanding your market uh, the industry you're working in etc and then using data and, and insights off the back of that so alchemy exchange is an amazing example of that where we're listening to the to the customer but also building and using data and insights uh, and everything at our disposable to showcase clients of what they need and sometimes they don't even realize what they did need until you're able to find that solution for them have you got a, an example of that in the workplace where you kind of, you know, they, they didn't really understand what, what they did need? I'll put you on the spot a little bit here. Yeah. Um, but, you know, any, any good example of where you kind of overcame well, that no, challenge? No worries. With my accent, most time people don't understand me, so that's probably <laughs> half the way anyway. But I think just in a day-to-day basis, it's really that form of upselling and asking the questions. Uh, clients on board, like, Sony Pictures, for example, that I used to work with, or, or Nike, it's really delving into what their needs are from a marketing perspective and then fitting that with off-the-shelf, not off-the-shelf, but tailor-made solutions for that. 
Nice, and you, you mentioned a couple of brands there. Um, have you got any horror stories of working with brands? I mean, we can cut this out at the end so we get in trouble. But well, we... yeah, I did just showcase one of a, a, a major American fashion brand, shall we say, that went through a lot of legal process to go live. This is for an advertising campaign, uh, not at Alchemy, obviously, at a, at a previous life and, and role. And then, unfortunately, the ad managed to feature beside maybe uh, not not relevant content but certainly maybe bad bad content about massacres etc so that was one example which was a, a a difficult conversation shall we say of course that sounds pretty pretty terrible not obviously directly your fault but i guess you're on the the chopping block there with indeed the <laughs> indeed yeah the gold hard line Nice. Um, okay, so we talked a little bit about the kind of the overview of the science, um, and you briefly mentioned about kind of how I guess emotion and empathy can play in that role. Um, how can a um, salesperson cultivate that uh, effectively? That kind of empathy and emotion within within the role. Yeah, and that goes back to the art uh, we discussed earlier, and it's the main key tool. Uh, I said was the, the listening aspect of it. Let let the client speak. That's one of the best tools at your disposal, really. Understand as well. So that em- empathetic, emotional intelligence, understanding what, feeling yourself in their shoes, what challenges are they facing on a daily basis? If it's Nike selling trainers or, or promoting their new Nike Air Max or Air Jordans, etc. It's really understanding what their challenges, needs and desires are and then slotting those solutions in. Always ask questions. As I said, I mean, that's at, at that disposal from a conversation. Maybe don't, and it goes back to growing those relationships, not uh, not working, you know, for the quick sale to grow uh, the longevity and a long relationship uh, and work with the people over that. Validate their feelings as well and then tailor solutions to their needs and desires on that side. Thanks, mate. That's that's really nice. And I think what we focused on quite a lot is around that kind of the human element of sales, which definitely feels to be something that, you know, you've got a very strong um, kind of uh, case of, which is just being able to empathize, understand, shift it yeah. or whatever clients need you've had. For those people that aren't necessarily, you know, as, as kind of personable, but still have that drive to want to sell, um, how, how do you feel about, and I guess this has evolved within your role in, in, in your lifetime within the sales role around like the data and analy- analytics and do you think that's transformed the art of selling to be a bit more of a scientific discipline? Yeah, definitely. Going back to that farmer element as well and understanding your industry, uh, utilising, there's a, an array of tools out there now which people shouldn't be scared of. You know, AI may be taking over the world, so, so we speak, and especially in our industry, but to harness that, that power of technology really at your disposal. I mean, no, the long days gone by are the, the cold calls, someone phoning you up that you don't know who they are and you're trying to, as I touched on, convince them to part with their hard-earned money. So it is more a softer shell uh, and utilising all the skills and data and analytics you have in your, at your disposal. Nice. And I guess you briefly touched on it, so let's not um, not talk about it. It's the hot topic at the moment, AI. Um, we spoke about it on other podcasts um, that, that we've hosted, but... Um, yeah, I think it's a really interesting one. Do you, do you see that impacting the kind of the future of the, the, the sales uh, role going forward? Do you feel it's like an enabler or benefit? What, what your thoughts yeah, I definitely feel it on the enable and I definitely feel it'll help. Uh, I don't think we should be scared of it. And we do have this 
element of, you know, if it's unknown, it's scary, they're going to take over the world, a la Terminator 2, but I think <laughs> <laughs> we're a few years off that now, and it's, it's what I utilise, it's just like another tool for maybe the manufacturer of cars when that first came around, it's just a way of speeding up our life and involving and allowing the salesperson to do what they're good better, to cultivate that relationship and have more time and face time with the clients as opposed to, you know, bogged down in reporting or bogged down in building pre- nice presentations and, and uh, sales decks, etc. Yeah, I, I think that's, that's key, you know, it's kind of removing the mundane and as you kind of briefly mentioned before, any moment in history al- along the way we've been kind of, ever since the Industrial Revolution, yeah, you know, exactly. people have worried about technology taking jobs but ultimately it's you know kind of worked out for, for, for the better by the most part exactly. I, I think so um, that's pretty good um, and then just on that I guess you know if you're if you're not using it you know your, your competitors are win, exactly right so is it that element if you can't beat them join them <laughs> um, is there anything that you've used from AI from a sales point of view that you think is t- t- uh, effective or a software? Yeah, well, I don't want to tell our competitors if they're listening, which I'm sure they are, but there's good. I mean, your chat GPT uh, is quite worthwhile to use. And also Tome I've come across recently, which is a proposal a PowerPoint or, or, or deck builder as well, which, you know, if you have that important meeting, can craft that. Not taking away the skill and the creativity of, of office workers, but just speeding up the process, really. Imagine being in a meeting and be able to rattle up a presentation or a tailored brief or proposal in the meeting using technology. That's pretty powerful. Uh, and it's helping out you know, the people I speak to on a daily basis uh, in the advertising world. Yeah, I think that's a felt across um, a lot of businesses. It's almost like death by PowerPoint. You know, exactly. Uh, yeah. Which is something that used to be a, the main thing and you spend half your time doing and ultimately you weren't getting down to the crux of yeah. building a relationship or actually going to... Indeed. I mean, off point, but I did work for a well-known, bad, reputu- reputable uh, newspaper in the UK where I did get asked to leave because I didn't use a specific font uh, replying to KP brief, but uh, that's, that's another story. That's amazing. They fired you because you didn't use the right font. I <laughs> yeah. love that. Um, which actually moves quite nicely onto my next question, which is about rejection. Yeah. Um, and <clears throat> it's part and parcel of any sales job, but what strategies have you found effective in dealing with rejection and then how did you bounce back? Yeah, cool. So growing up in Northern Ireland, having bright ginger hair and a face like this, I've had a lot of rejection through the years. So <laughs> I don't believe, I, it. I I can, believe it. I can deal with it. And I think it goes back to that drive, tenacity and grit, really. I mean, if it takes you 100 calls or 100 knocks on the door to get a sale and you've had 99, you know, no's or, or refusals, etc., you know, the next one could be that sale. And you have to have that optimism as well to keep going I think Winston Churchill said famously like success is how you uh, move from one failure to the to another with the same uh, uh, well oh no with the same uh, with no loss of enthusiasm so uh, that's one to consider as well it's just having that still momentum and keep going and also learning when you do get a no why is why is there a no is it a pricing issue is it a product issue have you listened to the client do you not have the markets available and it's constantly learning on every call or every pitch or every proposal you do so the next one's better and the next one will get your the deal or the sale nice i think that kind of 
you know, gem of wisdom that you just gave is is pretty transferable across kind of any role. Yeah. Um, I think what's quite interesting is you you know you you lean into it. You're in a full kind of like uh, forward facing sales role, but lots of different jobs have that element of the sell in it as well. Of course, and they're trying to back away from it a little bit, but yeah. ultimately that fear of rejection only makes you better at what you do. Exactly, it's almost just like getting that feedback, that data yeah. to then improve on your 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 next approach. Exactly. Nice. So. Before we close it off, I wanted to give a little, again, another another nugget. Not that we haven't provided a lot of <laughs> little nuggets of wisdom um, throughout this, but um, you know, you've said some really cool insights. But to kind of wrap up the conversation, what would some words of wisdom be for those aspiring to move into a sales role? Maybe they're just starting out or looking for a career change or want to come work with us. What 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 would that wisdom be? Yeah, I've done a few quotes, Winston Churchill badly, and then uh, Andy Wright. But uh, Michael Jordan, I go back to the GOAT, so the greatest of all time. He's got a quote which is quite poignant, which is, I missed 100% of the shots I never took. So just always, you know, t- t- take that chance, take that shot, and, like, don't be scared of what the new a new road, a new career, a new path, path will be, really, uh, and that you may be on the road to success. I love that, mate. That is a wonderful place to end this. Um, Andy, thank you so much for your time and sharing your insights. Um, I think it's going to be a really good one for our listeners. Um, And thank you all for joining. Um, You know, this has been a deep dive in deciphering the art of of science of selling. Um, I've been George Tuar. I've been Andy Wright. Cheers. Cheers. Bye-bye.